0: Easy. All right, I'm here with Emily Whiteside.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, she's gonna introduce herself and kind of tell us who she is and all that jazz. Well, should I
1: introduce myself now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was my cue. So, my name is Emily. I own um, ASC Fitness Coaching, so it's basically an online nutrition and fitness um, business. Um, I. I have a master's degree in exercise science and nutrition, and I have my bachelor's in biology. Uh, yeah, I'm a dog mom, <laughs> and I love animals. So that's basically I do fitness and love animals. That's so basically me and a nutshell.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I'm a dog person too. I have two dogs, so if they start barking and yelling and screaming.
1: Both my dogs are right by my
0: feet right now, so it might start barking. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. Um, so what pushed you towards, like, exercise, science, and nutrition? Or, or was that something that you thought about later on after you got your biology degree?
1: Yeah, it was. So, okay, I... It's kind of a long story, but I started um, lifting weights when I was 16, and my parents were, like, like a huge influence <laughs> on me. Um, they were both very fit when I was growing up. They were both um, lifting weights, they were both runners. My uncle owns a gym in Buffalo. So and then my grandparents at the age of like 80 would go down in my uncle's gym and work out every day. So my my family is very like fitness-based. Um and I was really fortunate to have like a support system around fitness. Um so I started lifting weights with my dad when I was 16 and he basically taught me everything I know. Um he, every day after, school, we would go down to the gym together and like, he would just pump me through a workout every day. So, um, that's how basically I got my start into fitness and I fell in love with it. Like the gym was like my sanctuary. Um, and then I actually went to get my bachelor's in biology because I was going to be a vet, a veterinarian, um, which is why I love animals. So I worked, um, a lot with like veterinarians. I did a lot of um internships with like zoos and different offices and stuff like that, all preparing myself for vet vet school. Um and I actually got into vet school and I was going to go, but about 2 months before I was going to leave. I was like my heart's just not there. My heart is you know, just I'm I don't wake up every day like thinking about like, you know, doing surgeries on animals and stuff like that. Like there was just like a block there. So Um, one of my friends, when I I was working at the gym in college and one of my friends was like, when you wake up every day, what do you think about? And I was like, fitness. I think about nutrition. I think about working out. Like that's my entire focus. And they're like, well, there you go. And I was like, you're right. So, um, I was like, you know, I'm just going to drop the vet school thing and I'm going to pursue my dreams. And at that time, online coaching wasn't like a thing. Like nobody was really doing it. So, um, I mean, there was a few people like Lane Norton doing it, but no one, it wasn't like big like it is now. And um, so I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to do fitness and I wanted to do nutrition. So I went and I got my master's degree in that. Um, And then finally, the online fitness coaching industry kind of blew up and I was like, you know, that's what I'm supposed to do. So that's kind of how I got there.
0: (laughs) Were you always into fitness as a kid, or was it just you had kind of picked it up later on?
1: Um, you know, as a young kid, not really. I I mean, I was on like I did some sports here and there. Um, I cheerleaded in high school, but I think just watching like my parents kind of like always going to the gym every morning together and like running all the time. I think it was just kind of my nature, just, I watched my parents do it, so it was just, you know, just became second nature.
0: And when did you, like, learn about nutrition? Because that for me, that was really late in the game, it was like...
1: Uh, Nutrition was, like, the hardest part for me, so when I was in high school, and I started lifting weights, that's when I kind of got an eating disorder, so I thought that, like, we weren't supposed to eat, I just, like, to lose weight, you're not supposed to eat food, like, even vegetables, I was like, we don't eat any food. We just work out. So I would eat like literally anywhere from 500 to 800 calories a day. And I would track it. Like my fitness tail wasn't a thing yet. So I would write it down in a notebook and um, like what I was eating. And then I would go to the gym in like one to two sessions and try to burn all that off. So I would go weightlifting at my uncle's gym. And then I would go do cardio at the YMCA and try to just burn off of that 800 calories I ate. And all through high school, I was like, I got very, very skinny because I was so like, I had no, like, I didn't know we needed to eat for fuel and build muscle. I had no idea that we needed to do that. So I just became eating.
0: And how did you kind of get out of that? Did you do therapy or something, or was it?
1: I did do therapy. It actually took a long time for me to get out of there. Like I, um, it never got to the point where I was like you know, in a hospital, like, so skinny, I couldn't function, but I did get very skinny, Um, and I went to college, basically gained weight in college, because, you know, you're partying more, you're going out for, you know, pizza and stuff like that, so I gained healthy weight in college, and I was very um, just self-conscious, I guess, because I was gaining all this weight, but it was still healthy weight, but I, um, so I guess the eating disorder kind of cured itself in a way because i was eating more but um i mean it never really went away until i started focusing on mindset and um you know really working on like macros and fueling myself and learning like the nutrition portion um like the knowledge behind it all that's when it kind of my eating disorder kind of like just went away
0: (laughs) that's it's uh, very interesting. Are you ever scared of, like, going back, like, it just happening for some reason? Or is that not the thing? You just don't think about it?
1: No, not anymore. Um, Actually, when I was in college, I wanted to compete in, like, the bikini division. So I had hired a coach, and that kind of, like, set my eating disorder back a little bit. Like, I, um, he, was, he was a terrible coach. He basically gave me a... Meal plan on a piece of lined paper, and it was like a thousand calorie meal plan. He had I was still like I think ten weeks out from the show, and he had me do eating eight hundred calories a day, very 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 minimal carbs, doing two hours of cardio every single day, plus my lifting routine. So I was working out like four hours a week, or four hours a day, and um that kind of set, that kind of like my eating disorder kind of came back a little bit then because. I was so like into this and I just wanted to do this competition. I just wanted to win. And then I just, one day I just like almost blacked out during cardio. And um, I text my coach and I was like, I, there's something wrong. I almost blacked out. And he was like, drink more coffee. That's what he told me. He said, drink more coffee. What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? So I was like, this cannot be like normal. So I talked to my uncle because he has a long history in like um, bodybuilding and powerlifting and stuff like that. So I talked to my uncle and he was like, you know, that's just not healthy. My mom, of course, like, oh my God, eat some carbs right now. And then um, I ended up like reaching out to this coach that was in the same area as my undergrad um, college was. And he was like, please don't do this to yourself. And he for free gave me like this uh, meal plan to help me like eat more just to get carbs back in me and basically started kind of introducing me to my- um So from then on, you know, I really started like learning for myself, um, like did a lot of like research and reading and listening to YouTube videos uh, on how to, you know, track macros and why carbs are important and stuff like that. So
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I What is like, I always get asked this question. I don't know why, because it's like, it always comes to this. Like, what is your nutritional philosophy? Do you think like it's, I mean, people follow macros, people follow different types of things. So what, what is kind of your thought process?
1: My thought process is as long as it doesn't restrict you and you have to find what works for you. So Not everybody is going to track massive. It's, it's, I think, the most optimal way for, as a coach, to, like, control your diet. But I don't think it's right for everybody. Um, Basically, everybody should be balanced. There should be no stress around going out to eat. There should be no stress around um, going on vacation. You should be able to eat the foods you like. Um, But it all comes down to learning what works for you and, um, educating yourself.
0: Mm -hmm. And how do you handle the bad information? I mean, a lot of us get bad information.
1: There's so many that people come to me with all this crazy stuff. Like, Oh, I was doing this diet and this and this. And it's like, you just have to, instead of like saying like, Oh my God, that's the worst diet in the world. Like, don't do that. I just try to, um, explain why it's not, why it's not maybe right for you, um, and just give knowledge like carbs are okay to eat, fat is okay to eat, ice cream is okay to eat. Like, you can eat normal food and lose weight, it all comes down to calories versus calories out. So, once people kind of start like learning that, I feel like they can have more of a balanced diet.
0: Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I, I never heard that before, I, it's always like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one's the best, that one's the best, the other ones are the best. You
1: yeah. know? I don't think that there's the best diet out there. I think you know you're gonna be successful on a diet if A, you can adhere to it for the long run, and B, um it doesn't cause any type of like serious amounts of stress. So basically if you're adhering to it and you're still eating enough, like not you know your metabolism by Know, eating like three hundred calories a day, um, as long as you're eating enough food and you're adhering to it every day, you're gonna see results. So I don't care how you see results, as long as it works for you, it works for you.
0: Mm-hmm. How do you handle the mindset part? I mean, that's I think the most difficult in terms.
1: It is mindset is very hard, but it's the number one reason why I think people can't adhere to diet the long and can't. Um, there's a lot that goes on because I have a lot of, I mainly work with women. And a lot of times when women come to me, they're just like defeated. Like they feel like nothing works for them. They feel like um, they, you know, they look horrible, even though they usually don't. And um, they have no confidence. And they're just like at a point where they're just like ready to give up. And they're just frustrated. They've tried diet after diet after diet. So the mindset really works with First of all, like, learning that, like, you are beautiful and, like, that you are going to see progress once you learn the correct way um, to diet. You will see progress. So it's really, like, starting from the mindset from the very basics. Like, start, first starting to love yourself again and self-love is huge. Um, and that's really what helped me. And then... um kind of just focusing on your mindset, like your drawbacks with your mindset. So a lot of people will feel like they have like this block up, this like mental block as to, you know, they're almost like self-sabotaging on their diet. So kind of working to get rid of that. And then um, things like, I know it sounds funny, but things like journaling and like affirmations and meditating really, really, really help people. Um with like weight loss or fat loss, or even if they're trying to build muscle, like all that stuff really, really helps. And you wouldn't think about it, but it's like, it's, I always say like it's part, a third of it is nutrition. A third of it is training. And a third of it is mindset. Like it all works together. So if your mindset's not there, then you're not going to, you know, be successful.
0: That's, that's interesting meditation so like what what type of meditation like sitting there i'm i'm not trying to um how do i say this like how what type of meditation i'm just so
1: kidding. you know whatever works for my client so for me i I'll do different every day. Like it only requires five to 10 minutes. And it's not like you don't have to like sit and go like, oh, the whole time. Um, You don't have to do that. It's not like crazy like that. But there are apps out there for guided meditation. So I used Headspace and 10% Happier. And they're very, they're just, you know, helping you um, focus on your breath. And then other times I'll just listen to music and just focus on my breathing. It's literally just sitting there and focusing on your breath. And letting thoughts come to your mind and then just letting them go out. Because we're always so, like, focused on, we have, like, a million things going on at once. Um, you know, we're always thinking about, like, work, and at least women are, I know. <laughs> we're always thinking about all these million things that we have to do. And it's just good to take five or ten minutes out of your day or more and just focus on your breath and let all of those thoughts just kind of disappear. It's very helpful.
0: Hmm. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, well, I think, well, I have the, I don't know. Maybe I just have the ability to do that, like, on the fly. Like, if it's, like, a 10-minute thing, I can just be, like, I won't think about anything. You just got to push that stuff out. I don't know if that's meditation, but it's close enough.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that is, like, meditation. It doesn't have to be. You don't have to, like, put music on and, like, light candles and meditate. Like, it can be something as simple as just taking 10 deep breaths um, every day, and just not focusing on anything but just take breaths. Mm-hmm. So everybody, meditation is different for everybody. But
0: it, uh, yeah, you know. the breathing part is I think the most important because I feel like a lot of people have anxiety. Yeah, uh, breathing, just learning how to breathe can help with that. Right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely, meditation can cure different stuff, and I feel like a lot of people have anxiety around like dieting and food and, um, things like that. And just taking like time to just breathe can help.
0: Yeah. I think it helps so much that it, it's like, wow, this actually works. I don't know. Every time anything works for me, like I, I freak out or I'm like, what, you know, I felt this was, you know, <laughs> you know, and it's hard for me. Cause like, I, I don't, you know, for, I don't know what it's, like, you can study this stuff. But, like, we're all doing different things and all this stuff. And, like, I don't have the th- – it's not that I don't have the time to study nutrition. It's just, like, there's so much out there. I don't know who to find. I don't know. Like, you're really kind of lost and wandering. And you get bad people all the time. Um, yeah. And it's just uh, – it's kind of like a really tough, long process, I guess. Mm-hmm. And – People, I mean, of course, it's all about, like, now, here, and I think that, you know, that's just kind of how we are as humans. We usually just want things now or as soon as possible, and when it comes to, you know, learning stuff, it doesn't come easy, and you're going to go through setbacks, and I won't call them failures, but you'll just be learning constantly of, you know, little things that you can change and little things you can adjust,
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like that instant gratification is like (sighs) so true because I feel like so many people that come to me, like they know my dieting is not a quick fix. Like you will not lose 20 pounds in six weeks with me. Like absolutely not. Like it is a very slow process and people before they come, they know, before they sign up, they know that it's going to be very slow process, but they still like have that instant gratification because we're so used to it. And they've tried all these other diets, and they've lost so much weight on these other diets, but they're t- it's just not sustainable. So um, the instant gratification, like it's just horrible nature because I know we all want want things immediately, but nothing good happens immediately. If you're building a business, it's you're not going to make a million dollars in a month, two months, or probably even six months. Like it takes time, um, and just like with weight loss, like it should take a lot of time for you to lose weight because if it doesn't that means you're just going most of the time it means that you're going to just put it back on because the measures that you took were so extreme so i always tell people like would you rather um lose weight in like lose you know 50 pounds in six weeks but then gain it all back or would you rather take your time through you know six months lose the 50 or even a year lose the 50 pounds and then keep it off forever, and most of the time, people are gonna say, "Well, I want to keep it off forever." So, like those quick fixes, like weight loss, does not work. And all the time, I hear like, "Okay, well, let me just lose weight really quick, in like this six weeks. I'll you know diet really, really low, and then um, I'll figure it out once I lose all the weight." And it's like, no, you won't figure it out when you lose all the weight because you're you're going to such, such extremes and eating such low calories lose that weight so quickly that there's no way that once you lose the weight that your metabolism is just going to be like okay now you can do whatever you want and keep the weight off like you're going to have to take calories even lower or maintain those calories in order to um, diet further or to maintain where you're at so i think a lot of people don't they don't think about like the future with dieting
0: hmm yeah I'm I'm honestly one of those people like it was like okay can we lose weight you know 15 20 pounds in like a few weeks like it was always about maximizing optimizing because like it was always about the numbers it was always about hitting this hitting that like it was always about certain goals and yeah. and and also it wasn't just the that I didn't think about the future I just didn't know like nobody told me that this is bad like you you know Five pounds a week is not a good idea, you know. Trying to hit that is not a good idea, you know. I think I don't know. I read some article. See, this is a problem when I read articles, I'm like, All right, I hope you don't check me on this because then I'll be so sad and I'll be like, Oh, I need to write this down and learn something new. But I was told or not told, I read that about two pounds a week, depending on your weight, but one to two pounds is like the maximum amount of weight that you're supposed to lose um, and of course there's body uh, you know water weight and all this other stuff I mean, like it it kind of varies in that area but that's like kind of the, where they want you to be is that true or am I just spouting nonsense
1: yeah. Um that's that very general so it's what I tell people is it's half a percent to one percent of your body weight per week
0: hmm. that
1: you should lose if you're looking to, like, retain muscle, because, I mean, we work hard in the gym. I have my clients lifting weights. And the best way to see results is to lift weights. So um, you don't want quick weight loss because you don't want to lose all that muscle. So you're not just because you lose, you know, let's say you lose six pounds in a week, you're not losing six pounds of fat. You're losing a ton of water weight, um, muscle, and a little bit of fat. So that's why I say lose half a pound or half a percent to 1% of your body weight per week because then it's mainly fat that you're losing and you're not risking losing, you know, just water weight and um, muscle. Mm -hmm. That's why quick weight loss is so so important. You're actually losing fat. You're not losing, you know, a bunch of random things.
0: (laughs) You need give seminars, huh? Just, you know, I don't know. Like, I feel like so many people just don't know anything. Like, it, people come to me for nutrition advice. So I'm like, I don't know anything. I look at, like, go, I point at someone. I'm like, oh, that's an RD over there. Go talk to her. I, I know, I've, I've talked to her for an hour. So I know what she knows. So, but like, it, to me, it's like this hard thing. It's like, there's not enough of you out there, kind of. And of course, the the, you know, like, people just don't look for y'all. Like, I'm like, like, if this is the most helpful thing, you're ke- having another person just, like, keep you accountable, help you out, kind of, like, walk you through the steps. Like, I think the biggest problem is people don't have a support system. Right. You know, where it's like, you know, my parents eat bad. My, my, you know, it's like, you know, it's just a constant thing. Then they eat good, then they eat bad. Like, it was just a constant cycle of good and bad. It was never a... a maintain, you know, eat some health eat mostly healthy, then eat like, you know, you know, don't restrict yourself from ice cream or this and that or you know, whatever you like, you know. But we never followed that. We followed the binge, eat bad, then eat good, then eat bad, then eat good. And it it worked for a while, but then eventually you start seeing it decline and it just be like it's not working anymore.
1: Right. So that like black and white that's a lot of people are in either, like, eating perfectly or they're binge eating and eating a bunch of junk. So what I try to do is create, like, a lifestyle where you get to eat junk food or, like, you know, your favorite foods in moderation. There's no more... like uh, It's a happy medium. Like, you live life in that happy medium. So, um, I mean, I have so many... People that have come to me that are still in that black and white thinking. And that's where, like, meal plans, I feel like, um, I don't give meal plans. I never will give meal, meal plans because they're very black and white. They're very, you're either following it or you're not following it.
0: Yeah, I feel, I don't like meal plans as well, but like, the, the problem with that is like, it's easy. It's like super simple. That's yeah. the problem I feel like with you know, people don't want to think about what, what groceries to get. Like I, I, terrible with that. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have to think about what I'm going to get and I have to figure out what, you know, there's so many brands. And then, you know, the problem is like, you know, if you have a, someone who's coaching you, I live in Texas, they live in like, you know, Alaska or something and they have like a different store and then the products are all different and you don't know what you're looking at and then you just start buying stuff. And put it in a cart and then don't... Like, it's the process of that. But with a meal plan, you're just like, oh, this, 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 I'm done. I think that's the reason why people just gravitate towards them. And also, it just looks easy. And they don't know that it's, like, it's not the best thing for you. It's usually going to be something more vague.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, meal plans are easy. But, I mean, if you go get a college degree, something that you're so passionate about it's not going to be easy and it shouldn't be easy or you know there's no point in going to a degree in it so it's like if you want to see success and overall overall success you need to learn there's nothing easy about it like you can't take the easy route anymore there's just meal plans they are very easy but what are they teaching you they're basically teaching you to just follow this they're not giving you any life skills. it's not teaching you what macros are. it's not teaching you what's in the food, um, what type of food you should be ordering when you go to a restaurant, um, what food makes you feel good, um, how to eat stuff in moderation. Meal plans don't do any of that for you. So that's why I don't even give them if people ask like oh I just want a meal plan. I'm like that's not what I do. I don't I teach you, I educate you. I help you find something that's sustainable and that works for you. But I'm not going to give you a meal plan because it literally is not serving you any purpose. And I would, you know, basically just sell you something that doesn't, you know, have any value to it other than, you know, a sheet of paper with some meals on it. And it's just, to me, it's just, it's silly.
0: As a coach, do you get like that excitement of like when people... I guess, come back and, like, oh, yeah, I succeeded at this or that, or, you know, I'm seeing progress. Like, what what does that feeling, what kind of feeling do you get from that? Like, is there just, like, gratitude or, like, oh, my gosh, it's amazing?
1: Yeah. When I hear like, I do weekly check-ins with my clients. So uh, every week, I mean, they're not always great check-ins. I mean, sometimes we have bad check-ins. But, like, every time I get something like, oh my God, I um, I was able to go out with my friends and only have, you know, one or two drinks and I didn't, and eat a little bit of food, but I wasn't like binge eating and I still had fun. Like that is like the best thing to hear, or to hear like, oh, I tried a bathing suit on and then for the first time in my life, I was super confident. Like those, when I hear those things, I'm just like, like, it's like euphoria. Like, I'm so grateful and thankful and um, passionate. Like, that passion just comes back. I love. It's like what I live for. Like, I know I was put on this earth when I get a check-in but or even, like, a comment like that. Like, it's amazing. I love it.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I can sort of, I'd be so excited. I'd be like, I'd probably be like, just yelling ah yeah I don't know I'm I'm one of the more excited people it's like really weird
1: yeah I get very excited too sometimes I'm like I'll call my mom and I'm like mom guess what (laughs) but um yeah I'm very excited I love it
0: Mm -hmm. and what about like recovery like everyone you know I feel like a lot of people just don't know what they're doing in the gym or just you know just learning and trying to figure it all out and trying to figure it out. Cause a lot of people do cardio and yeah. that's not what they wanted. That's it, not what they really like to do or they think it's helping them with something that's not actually helping them with.
1: Right. You know? So training is a huge topic and I could talk about this for like three hours, but basically the, if you've ever heard in your life, you know, to lose weight or to lose fat, work out more. And that's, totally not true. Like you don't want to, you need recovery and recovery. Resting is when your body grows. If you're lifting weights, like you should be. So I recommend um, my clients, they lift and same with me. I lift anywhere from three days to five days per week. Um, and then they get, you know, that three to, um, about three days of recovery to, you know, or two days recovery or whatever. Um, and cardio is the last thing that we do that we focus on. So lifting weights is the first part that we're focusing on and then cardio after if you need it. But if your diet, if you're in a caloric deficit, meaning you're eating less calories than your body, um, then you maintain, then um, then you don't need cardio. Cardio is just a tool to create a caloric deficit. So, um some of my clients don't do any cardio because they don't need to because their metabolism is in a perfect spot. Um, they're losing fat without having to use cardio. And I don't add cardio in usually right away. I wait to add it in, um, because it's just a secondary tool to your nutrition and you burn a lot less calories during cardio than people think you do. So, um, I mean, it's extremely low. I think you burn like I don't know the exact numbers, but I think it's like 0.7 to, uh, you know, I don't even have it written down, but it's very, very, very low amount of calories that you burn. Like if you're 120 pounds, you're only burning like anywhere from 30 to 80 calories in 10 minutes, depending on what style of cardio you're doing. So that's why I don't use, you know, cardio as a, you know, main factor, a main driver in weight loss or fat loss. And also because your body adapts to cardio so quickly. Um, within like one to two weeks, your body's adapting to cardio. So you're just going to have to keep adding more and more. So when people go to the gym and they they say, okay, well, I go to the gym five days a week and I do 40 minutes of cardio, but I'm not seeing results. Well, your body has adapted to that. So you have two options. It's either you start adding in more cardio or you start changing your training routine and that's why lifting weights works so well because your body if you're doing it correctly your body will never truly adapt to it because you're constantly um using heavier weights and you're changing up the rep scheme and you know you're periodizing your training so your body will truly never adapt to um you know the training program if you're doing it right
0: mm-hmm. that's interesting that's great insight i think i don't i never thought of that like, it yeah, like that, I always thought, like, you know, I just thought, you know, it was always like, lifting weights is more important than cardio, or depending on what you're doing, if you're like, a triathlete, I say cardio is very important, and then lifting weights is, like, it's just a weird thing of, like, depending what you, if there's a purpose to what you're doing, or you're just trying to be healthy, and all this stuff, it's like, so individualized, that's the, that's the big thing I've, Kind of realized over a year ago, I guess, is like there is no plan that you know. There's no one thing for you that will fit perfectly or work perfectly or be in the sync. Because I'm a very, I don't know, logical person, I guess. Like A B C D equals E. You know, it's like it goes da 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 da. You know, like right. you know, and it to me, it, you know, it never goes da 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 da. It goes da da doop Oh, you <laughs> messed up. And now you gotta do this way, and you gotta change that, you gotta move that. Yeah. What about like massages, stuff like that after? Because I think a lot of people don't. I don't know if I don't know stretch or do something else or like you know foam rolling or something like that. Like I think people just you know kind of go in there the the mindset of like let's lift, let's go, you know, let's do this
1: absolutely so recovery is super important um you know foam rolling and all that mobility stuff is really important to prevent injury and trust me i've had my share of injury and um it's super important if you want to prevent that because i promise if you if you are in this for the long run you're going to get injured so do everything you can to prevent it so massages are great foam rolling is really good um, making sure that you're doing a dynamic warm up before your workout so You don't want to actually, like, do isometric stretches. You want to um, do dynamic stretching. So um, actual, like, kind of movements, like dynamic movements before you work out. And then after, do the stretching. Do the, you know, isometric regular stretching that everybody does after your lifting session. Um, And, you know, using that foam roller is great. You can do that before or after your workout Uh, Even things like chiropractic, my boyfriend is actually a chiropractor, or he's graduating soon, so I'm a little biased, but chiropractic was what absolutely saved my, I had a low back injury, and that's absolutely what helped my low back injury after years of trying to figure it out. Um, Seeing a chiropractor, you know, once a month, just to maintain health is super important because you're putting so much load on your body when you're lifting weights, Things are going to get out of place. Things are going to move around. Um, staying adjusted is really,
0: really helpful. Interesting. Interesting. I've had a chiropractor on one time, and then I had someone who told me it's not real. It's like this voodoo magic or whatever. Like, it's real in the sense of, like, people believe it's real. Or, like, that was a word called placebo. Yeah. And I was,
1: oh,
0: I And then they also... Like, it was, and and, you know, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I know you have, like, this, you know, I know you research all this stuff, but, like, to me, just, I just didn't know. So, I haven't done a chiropractor. I tried the cryotherapy that I thought that was interesting.
1: Yeah, I've never tried cryotherapy, but chiropractic is not placebo. um it's You're literally, I mean, I'm probably not the one asked because I'm not a chiropractor and my boyfriend can talk way better about this, but your um your your spine, what basically your spine controls everything. Okay, so um the basically like all your nerves go through your spine and it's very easy for your spine to get out of place. Like there's just um all they basically do is put your spine back into place and back do things like your eyesight. I mean it's crazy the things that it. I'm like the last person you want to ask about it because I don't know anything, I just get adjusted. Um, and I can't talk about it because it's not my specialty. But he could talk to you, you know, for an hour about all the benefits and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> all right, well, all right, I'm getting him on the podcast then because I need a chiropractor, I don't know what <laughs> I want to hear because I've, I've, you know, like to me, it's just it's such a new thing to me. It's not necessarily new to a lot of people, but to me, it's like, "What do you mean adjusting? What does that do? Like, I don't understand."
1: You know, because like when I came to and, and moved down here for him to go to school, um, and when we first started, like I, I went to a chiropractor randomly, like when I'd have like a neck problem, like I'd go, but I wasn't like into it. And then I went to a seminar. And I was like, holy crap, like I did not even know like how beneficial and like everybody needs a chiropractor and you don't even, you don't know until somebody actually like explains it to you. Just like exercise, like some people don't know like that you should exercise every day and why it's important to, you know, lift weights. It's like a whole, you know, different ball game, and I can't explain it, but he can explain it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's interesting. I don't know. And... Like, I just... Uh, then it's also, like, there's so many chiropractors out there now. Like, it's like, like I don't want to disingenuous them or, like, like pull them down. It's just, it's just interesting to me. Like, there's just two sides, like, saying two different things of, like, what is true and what's not true. And it's, like, it's one of the weird things in fitness, I think, where there's two sides that, like, very intelligent people disagree on. Like, I'm like what do you mean you don't believe it like it's all a lie like what and then someone tells me like this is the greatest thing it worked for me blah 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 it's the best thing you know you should go you should try it at least and it's like this weird kind of topic or thing that everyone talks about and there's like two very different sides to it and like there's not really anything like that in other places of fitness or nutrition i mean a little bit of nutrition but like not just, like, very wide spread, like, this doesn't work, that doesn't work, you know? Like, I've never... And they're intelligent people. Like, I'm like, I don't know what to believe anymore. So, to me, it's like trying to figure it out for myself. And I've, I have don't think I've been a chiropractor, but I've been to someone who... Maybe it was acupuncture. I don't know. Maybe it was needles. I also tried that cupping thing. I, I don't know what that. It didn't do anything for me, but it was kind of cool. Yeah, just, I've
1: never tried cupping or anything like that. I mean... It's a whole science. It, like, I, I could go on and on about. Like, even with um, nutrition, like, there's so people out there who say carbs are the devil. Like, eat keto, mm-hmm. and there's several different studies showing that like a keto diet isn't fat loss. It's any better for you than you know a regular a regular diet with carbs. Like, carbs aren't the devil, um, but people like to just. I don't know pinpoint what I don't know People would like to blame something for like to have someone to blame or something to blame. So that's what we call it.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, it's so interesting. Where do you think nutrition is going to be like in like 10 years or 20 years?
1: Well, I hope that people realize that it's okay to eat carbs. It's okay to eat fat. And it's okay to eat protein. And I hope, you know eventually goes, you know, just a life of balance. Like, we have all these fad diets, there's so many out there, and just I hope that in 10 to 20 years, people realize that fad diets aren't the way to go anymore. And all you have to do is eat in a caloric deficit and maintain, you know, make sure you're eating enough protein, fat, and carbs, and um, you'll lose weight. No single food is going to kill you, no single macronutrient is going to kill you. You know, as long as you're getting in your vegetables and um, eating how you like and you can sustain it, then you'll have success.
0: I concur, I guess. Uh, (laughs) See, I I, I like this because it's like you're kind of and I mean, we're talking to people right now. It's weird. Like it's a one way conversation.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like going out to people and people are listening. And it's like to me, it's like, that's weird. But that they get something out of this, I think, is the greatest thing. Also, learning your story. Like, I, I think everyone's – I don't know. I think everyone's interested in service. And like, whoa, you decided to do this? Why would you do that, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. To me,
0: I think you're one of the crazy people, like, who would – I would never do nutrition. I'm like, this is way too difficult. I would have a panic attack. I would, I would be, like, so – focused and open like it'd be so I don't know like it's not a fit for me you know but then I see people like you and it's like thank you because it's like we need people like you like there's not enough of you and people think it's like you know it's overcrowded it's blah 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 it's not overcrowded we have less people that know what they're actually talking about we have a lot of people giving bad information and or maybe just not knowing or being paid or this and that. Like, there's so many s- weird things out there, you know? Uh, yeah. t- to me, it's like when you find someone like you, it's like, yes, this is what we need out there. We need more of this, more of this, you know? Yeah, well, thank you. I mean, that's
1: very. That's it is. It feels like the it is overcrowded, but every coach is different. Everybody has a different specialty. My specialty is definitely balance and a lot of skill. And, you know, creating a diet without restriction. But there are a lot of people doing it wrong. There are a ton of people giving out the wrong information. Um, So it does narrow down like the good people. And we do need more of the good people. You know, people who actually know what they're talking about. It's just, anything though i mean you'll find bad you know different in every single um area you'll find no bad plumbers good plumbers bad restaurants good restaurants it's just you Mm -hmm. know it's like that everywhere
0: yeah i feel like it's like that with anything it's like you might necessarily get the best person to do the job but like sometimes it's like oh wow and then someone does it wrong and someone comes in and fixes it. It's like really interesting, like that there's all these different types of things. But it was wonderful having you on. Where can like people find you and all that stuff? And like, you know, if they want to ask you questions, blah blah blah.
1: So my Instagram is at Emily Whiteside, um, Facebook, Emily Whiteside, and my website is A Coaching.com,
0: um, and you can find those. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. You can go ask your questions. I don't know. I don't know. Don't ask me questions. Everyone always comes to me. I'm like, I was talking to the person, you know, find them. Like, I don't need to, to have, you know, 20 messages about what what macros should I follow? Like, what are macros? What are this? I'm like, I'm like, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Don't, uh, unless people are just trolling me and just trying to get me to answer questions that I don't think I know. Oh,
1: well, I don't think so. I just, they, they probably think that you know just because you're, you know, hosting a podcast. And...
0: Mm. That's interesting. I didn't think about that. I just thought, like, you always go to the person who's smarter than you, so that's what, that's what I say. Yeah,
1: I don't know if I'm any smarter than you,
0: but. Mm. Definitely know a lot more than me. Yes, well, I agree.
1: Does that a lot
0: of <laughs> oh yeah. How okay? That that that's kind of the last topic I want to go through before we wind it down here. Um, what was the schooling like? What was like the? Did you enjoy it? Was it a long process? Was it yeah you know, stressful?
1: Long, it was a long. You no, know, I I loved uh, my biology my biology degree. I didn't love because there was a lot of organic chemistry classes, but my math. It was all, you know, focused in nutrition. And so, you know, we're learning, like, mechanics and nutrition for sports, nutrition for, you know, regular school. And I love those classes. It was a lot of schooling. It took me, like, six years of schooling total. Um, but it was worth it. I absolutely prayed it. I learned a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. What are your tips and tricks for that kind of stuff, for schooling? Like, it. Do you have any, like, if someone wants to follow the path that you want, you did, what would you advise them on? Because you know, I feel like a lot of people don't get that kind of one-on-one kind of thought process.
1: Yeah, so I was like um, the same way. I, you know, I had messaged somebody who was online coaching, and I was like, I want to be, I want to do what you do, and the support was like popular. What's Like this guy, the late North, the Lake North and he was just like, "Don't just go to school. Um, you don't honestly need to go to school to. Um, I just because I actually really want to learn. Like, and now um, had I known, I might not have got my master's. I might have actually there's a lot of courses you can take. Really, really good courses that you can take in order to learn all this stuff, um, but." The day is just how much time you want to put in. Um, if you want the letters at the end of your name, and you know, if you want, if you're willing to, you know, take out all those student loans,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and if you're really, really passionate about it, go get your master's, go get your PhD, or get the bachelor's if you don't need to. But um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it back because I learned, I think a lot more than um, course will teach you. Right, Or will teach you.
0: Mm -mm. So are we expecting a Dr. Whiteside at some point?